Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Uh, We are in the car. You guys are in the car with me. We are going on this journey, right? So I am super excited by all the fantastic interviews I've had. And it's it's been so fun doing interviews. I was so terrified at the idea of doing this, you know, and you know, I wanted to find somebody who I was familiar with, you know, a couple people I was familiar with, a couple people I knew pretty well, who I got along with well, who I could, felt I could talk to without, like, freezing up, you know, and, you know, know, when I asked Jake, I was not too sure I was going to be able to do it, because he's such a big personality, he's such an awesome guy, and that's, that's what made it easy to talk to him. Because, I mean, he's one of those hard-on-a-sleeve type people. You know, he's just so honest and open and giving and caring. And, you know, that's why the interview was, was um, you know, I wish the audio would have been done better. We're going to record. Eventually, we're going to do another another interview. Um, I just need to talk to him and, and set that up. Um, and then, of course, with Tariq. I've known Tariq for years. You know, it was it was good good back and forth he was actually physically here in the car with me (laughs) um and uh you know that was a lot of fun though we didn't drive around because it was on a saturday and i was like we're just gonna be sitting in traffic so let's just sit in the car it was extremely hot so we had the car running because we needed the ac anyway (laughs) so um there was that uh, because i want to say it was near 100 degrees that day it was it was ridiculously hot um but yeah, so that's what I recommend. If your guys are looking for, um, you know, you've got a podcast and you're just been like what I'm doing right now, just talking about stuff, um, and you're wanting to do interviews, go out there and find some people that you feel would be easy to talk to and conversate with. You know, just find a friend, find somebody that, that's interesting that you know. Uh, somebody online that you know, um, you know, and 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 break the ice, you know, get over the the uh, you know fear that way, and you know, because that was what it was for me. I was afraid. I was like, I'm not, how am I going to talk to these people? And you know, it it worked out. You know, and I feel like I've done really good in my interviews. I feel like I'm improving in my interviews, you know, every time as I'm building up that confidence. And, you know, I didn't really want to go with, you know, you can do the question approach. You can definitely do that. A lot of people do. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that if you want to have, like, set questions that you send them so that they have this preparation of knowing what they're going to be asked on the show. Um, you know, and that's totally fine, you know, if that makes you feel more comfortable. Um, you know, by all means, you know, set up some structure. You know, make it work for you, right? There's no wrong answers. There are plenty of extremely successful shows out there that do just that. They ask pretty much the same questions to every person they interview. Um, they have a little bit of give and take, and then they go into, a, you know, questions. And that's... Uh, you know, that's how the show's structured, and they are extremely successful in doing that. Um, what I found for me is 
I'm most comfortable talking to people when I'm talking to people, you know, if, if that makes sense. But, you know, just having a conversation, just letting them talk, letting them share, interjecting some ideas and some opinions and, and, and adding to what they said or reinforcing what they said with, like, my personal experiences and, and knowledge and then letting them take from there and build on it, you know, just having normal, like you'd have with a person who's seen in your car and you're driving on a trip, you know, that type of thing, you know, just talking about whatever, you know, whatever subject tickles your fancy, you know, and, you know, I, I feel that that works for me because that's when I'm the most comfortable talking to people is just, you know, having, having that, having that conversation, having that back and forth with them, you know, and trying to make it feel as personal and as um, comfortable as possible, you know, because a lot of the people I've asked to be on my podcast uh, recently have never been interviewed on podcasts before. So, you know, this was a first, you know, my show was a first experience for them with podcasting. So that was cool. That was, that's a huge honor uh, because a lot of the a lot of the people I've interviewed have went on and interviewed on a bunch of shows like Jessica Corvo. Oh my goodness. I can't even keep track. I want to say like maybe six or seven shows possibly that I've seen uh, her listed on. I mean, wow. You know, and I, of course, when I, you know, she's, you know, been interviewed on podcasts before uh, she's interviewed a ton of people um, that I know um, I'm still trying to listen through all of those interviews, um, you know, so she's pulling a lot of people in and, and interviewing them for the first time as well. So, I mean, I think that's really awesome because there's so many great people out there that you might be able to find um, or somebody that you need to engage with. Like, for instance, my good friend Shelly Allen, she's a copywriter and an editor, and she, um, you know, I hope that that interview gets out to a lot of people who are writers and authors. And so they say, Ooh, a copywriter, I could use her, you know, and actually inquire about her services and, uh, and hire her. So, you know, there's, there's things out there. There are people out there doing phenomenal work that, you know, you can discover through a podcast. And that's what the whole, my concept of the, the stories of LinkedIn is, is, you know, bringing out those stories and featuring these people and saying, hey, you know, here is a, here is a person that, that does copywriting and editing. Here's a person who's an author. Here's a person that's an entrepreneur. Here's a person that does social media marketing. Here's, you know, and all of this. You know, so you can discover that, like, their stories, how they got started, and, you know, if that's what you're wanting to go into, but also if you're needing somebody who provides those services, there's a good person you can, you can reach out to and, and um, build a relationship and, and, and work with. So, you know, it's all, you know, it's all you know, good stuff. And that's what the goal is. And I think that's what Wynn is trying to accomplish with her podcast as well as interviewing people like that, you know, who, who are making a difference, who are out there doing things that are, 
you know, interesting and different and, you know, need to be, need to be highlighted and shared. So, you know, it's, it's definitely such a cool time to be doing this stuff. And, you know, as far as the interviews go, like I said, it's just, you know, building up that comfort zone. So work with people that you feel comfortable with. Talk to them, interview them, and then move on to the harder stuff. Um, I had my two interviews like that, and then I was kind of thrown in at the deep end <laughs> with, with uh, you know, thanks to Logan Nelson. And, of course, he's got a phenomenal podcast called Scratch Your Own Itch. Um, I definitely want to have him on the show as well. I need to reach out to him and set up a time I can, if, he, if he's interested, to set up a time to interview him. <clears throat> because he is just such a phenomenal person. He's got an amazing story. He's, uh, um, you know, just just really awesome. Heart of Gold would help you, you know, so much, as much as he can, and, you know, within his realm of expertise. And, I mean, just, just a great guy. You know, he is <clears throat> awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of losing my voice because I've got... Trying to turn the heat down because it's actually a little bit warmer this morning, but it's still pretty dry out. So, <clears throat> excuse the uh, <laughs> the uh, interruptions there, but um, but yeah, just a really, really, really awesome guy. He has a fantastic podcast. He's been doing this for years. He's interviewed tons of amazing people, and he kind of he kind of tossed me in at the deep end. <laughs> And I'm so thankful that he did because the, uh, the interviews I've gotten through him and, uh, after, as people started realizing like, wow, this guy's interviewing people like this, you know, um, you know, it's, it's been a game changer for my podcast. It really has. And I was shocked. I looked at the stats on Thursday uh, or actually Friday morning from Thursday is what I meant to say. I looked at my stats on Friday for Thursday morning, just Thursday, <clears throat> right? I had 693 listens to my podcast episodes on Thursday. One day, 693. Now, for those of you keeping score at home, some of you may know that, you know, the number that I had before and how my podcast has grown in listens and all that stuff. For those of you who are who are uh, not familiar, bef- when I first started my podcast up until October 1st, so from July 15th or 16th, the 16th, July 16th to October 1st, I had 586 listens for that whole period of time. 500, you know, le- less than 600 listens for for two and a half months, basically. Two and a half months, I had less than 600 listens. On Thursday, I had 693 listens in a single day. I mean, holy crap. So I did in one day more than what I did in two and a half months when I started my podcast. And that's partially thanks to Logan with getting me some of those early big interviews like Doug Howarth, 
uh, Baldeep Chawa, um, Rock Thomas, uh, you know, just phenomenal people, all three of them. I am so ecstatic to have been able to interview them. They are amazing people. Uh, Doug's book should actually be coming out, I think he said in January. I'm super looking forward to that. Um, I'm hoping that there'll be some way I can work something out to get it signed. Um, I'll have to talk to him about that because I've actually connected with him on on LinkedIn. So I have to message him and be like, hey, Doug, you remember I interviewed you a couple months ago? Uh, anyway, I can get a signed copy of your book. Um, you know, or I don't know if he'll be going on any kind of a book tour, but if he comes anywhere close to uh, to Charlotte, you know, I'll uh, definitely, definitely want to meet him, uh, you know, because he's just a phenomenal person. Uh, Rock Thomas, awesome guy. Baldeep Chawa, very cool. Um, you know, he, what he's doing uh, in New York, just amazing work. And, I mean, it's just, it, it was awesome. Those three interviews, I mean, and then so many interviews after. Because after I, after I interviewed these guys, I was like, well, these guys are CEOs and, and you know, millionaires and, and, you know, business owners and, I mean, you know, known people, so everything else is, like, downhill from here, you know, I mean, not, not downhill, I mean, there's still obviously people on my bucket list, wish list that I'd like to interview, like, I mean, heck, you know, <clears throat> I'd love to interview, like, you know, uh, Bill Gates or something like that, I mean, that'd be cool, or, or, uh, Jeff Bezos, um, you know, people like that. That'd be really cool. Um, I actually, for those of you that are familiar with, uh, um, you know, uh, Chris Drama, uh, Plath, uh, Drama, and Young and Reckless, I actually emailed him uh, to see if he'd be interested in interviewing on another podcast um, for... um, for a friend, you know, uh, for work in progress, uh, Tiffany Para, she's very cool, she's got a great show, she interviews a lot of people, I mean, uh, I'm amazed when I was going through and looking at the catalog of all of her episodes and all of her interviews, and I'm like, wow, you know, you're, you are killing it, <laughs> you know, so she has an awesome show, Work in Progress with Tiffany Para. There are a couple other work in progress podcasts out there. And then, of course, the phrase work in progress is, um, you know, obviously uh, well used on the Internet. So if you want an easy way to find our show, it's anchor.fm forward slash work dash in dash progress. Um, that's the easiest way to find our show. Or if you Google work in progress, Tiffany, you'll find her, too. She'll you know, be all over but if you just type in work in progress, you're obviously going to find everything on the internet that's ever been written that says work in progress in it, as well as her show, but it's going to be pretty well buried. I'm working on figuring out a trick to make that happen where I can put her at the top, but, you know, it's like not going to be easy. So I've got to figure out a way to make that happen. And, and I like a challenge. I like a puzzle. So trust me, I'm definitely up for it. And I'm going to do what I can as ideas strike me to make her podcast show up before anything else that has anything to do with work in progress. But it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm going to have to 
spend some time digging into it. It's not going to be like a like I did with my show where I put it on the FYI.to smart list and now I'm dominating the first two pages of Google results. Yeah, it's not going to be that easy. So I've got to figure out some keywords to make that happen to trick the system, the Google algorithms into thinking that her show is, you know, needing to be higher up on the list. So I'll get there. I'll figure it out. I'm a pretty bright guy. I mean, heck, I was invited to join Mensa, um, <laughs> which uh, I turned down stupidly. I should have just joined, um, but, you know, it was my own fear of being a geek and a nerd and that people wouldn't accept me if I added yet another thing onto my list of nerdery and geekery that people wouldn't accept me for who I was that uh, made me turn down the invitation to Mensa, which was stupid, you know, because now it's cool to be smart and, you know, a little geeky and everything. That's the in thing or the more in thing than it was before because, you know, the intellectuals, you know, are ruling the world. I mean, you know, you look at, like, Bill Gates, you look at, you know, um, uh, Bezos, you look at, uh, look at, um, dude that did Facebook, you know, uh, Zucker, Mark Zuckerberg, gosh, why did I could not think of his name? Mark Zuckerberg, guys like this, they're the richest people on earth. <laughs> and they are also definitely not the jocks, you know, they're not the, 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 you know, prom king or, you know, the popular kids, they're, they're definitely not those people and they're running the world. So it's a little bit less of a negative stigma. I mean, look at Neil deGrasse Tyson. I mean, he's an astrophysicist. He's one of the coolest people. He is so awesome, and I love his tweets. I love following him on Twitter because he always posts out so many cool things um, about physics and just common sense stuff. And it's it's hilarious to um, to just read his stuff because it's so it's so honest and it's like why didn't I think of that you know it's just like wow or like one time he tweeted about a NASCAR race and talked about the drag coefficient and why the cars at the Charlotte Motor Speedway could only go um, so fast around these turns because the angle of the banking in the turns the cars could not actually exceed um, that speed because then they would lose uh, traction because the the speed of the car would overcome the the ability for the tires to stay on the track so the cars would slide into the wall and fly off into pieces or whatever you know when you see a NASCAR wreck right so you know he actually tweeted about that one time it was more out of like he was like I'm determined to teach people physics because his show got bumped um and interrupted because of the Coca-Cola 600. So he was like, well, darn it, I'm going to teach people physics some way because if they're not going to air my show because NASCAR is more important, I will make NASCAR and physics work together. And, I mean, I, I read those tweets. I was like, this is so awesome. You know, these are things you never learn about NASCAR because, you know, they don't really... You know, it's not something they talk about, you know, a lot um, in broadcasts or anything like that. But it was fun to watch. So, you know, 
So like I said, got a regret there. Definitely, definitely wish that I would have, um, you know, decided to pursue, uh, you know, and join Mensa, been a part of that. Um, but, you know, it could still happen. I could get an invitation. Who knows? Maybe somebody who's a member of Mensa, uh, you know, listens to this show. I don't think it's necessarily likely, but, you know, <laughs> perhaps. And, you know, maybe I'll get invited again. Who knows? You know, anything can happen, right? I don't believe that anything is final. I just know that at the age of 21, I should have been smarter than that and just went ahead and did it and not worried about the fact that I was going to be less likely to be able to find a girlfriend <laughs> if, if I was adding yet another thing to make me look even nerdier. Like, oh, well, what are you into? Well, I'm, I'm a member of Mensa and this and that. And, you know, I, I, you know, do this, I do that. And I'm like, oh, gosh, yeah, that's going to make it even harder to sell myself because I was an extremely shy person. So, yeah, I was just like, and that's why I told the guy who, who was offering me the, the invitation it's like, Dad, I'm having so much trouble finding a girlfriend right now. I don't need to add. <laughs> I don't need to add another reason why a girl won't even look at me, you know, like or go on a date with me. So, you know, I was a typical nerdy guy and just super shy and had trouble dating. I really did. It was it was rough. It was really rough. But um yeah, so, you know, just a little side story about me. But, yeah, so <laughs> I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, as always. I hope you enjoyed being in the car with me, uh, sharing these journeys and stories. Um, I hope to bring you more interviews, uh, more great interviews and things like that. Um, I believe today I'm actually going to do, because I've set, I sent an email out to Drama for Tiffany to ask him to be on her show. I sent an email out to the president of Insomniac Games for Tariq to ask him to be on Tariq's show. So today, my challenge, my challenge is, is I'm going to ask the person that I want to interview on my show that I've been terrified to ask I don't know why, because I've asked tons of people to come on my show, and I've had tons of people on my show. Um, I don't know why I've had this fear of asking him, because what's the worst that can happen? He says no, or he doesn't respond. Okay, big deal. But the person who I've wanted to interview, uh, who I think would really be cool, and I've talked about his book, I've talked about him on the show, because like I said, his his book kind of inspired my idea for how the show was going to be built um, is um, Alan Gannett and I am going to ask him and see if he'd be interested in interviewing on my podcast so you know I'm going to do that today that's going to be my task for today that's going to be my which is ironic uh, because I did have a Friday challenge that I did, which was um, overcome a fear. So I had some stuff that I overcame and that I posted about in that, um, but I hadn't put an actual like current thing that I was afraid of doing. 
um, in there. So this is going to be my overcome a fear today. I don't even know why I'm afraid to ask him. <laughs> it's just been kind of like a, you know, I've been, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, like I said, I've interviewed a lot of other people. So today is that day, people. Mark it in your calendars. I'm going to message Alan Gannett and see if he would be interested in coming on my show and talking about his book, uh, talking about his company uh, that just recently merged with Skyworld. Yeah, Skyworld. Um but he had, you know, one of the, you know, Track Maven was a hugely successful company, and they merged with Skyworld, and they're doing fantastic things in the marketing spaces and creating better marketing and advertising campaigns through the use of big data. So, super awesome stuff, um, super great guy, and you know, so I'm going to ask him. So there you go. It's on air. It's out there in the universe. Can't take it back now. Ha ha. <laughs> so awesome. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I hope you, like I said, I hope you guys have enjoyed being in the car with me. You can reach out to me, Dual Podcasts, on Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon. Uh, dualpodcasts.com for my website where you can find out about the other shows that I like to support and share about and about how to uh, become a podcaster and how I can help you become a podcaster. And then you can also reach me, uh, Car Thoughts with David on Facebook. And with that, I'm going to say, Car Thoughts out. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So, I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting. Lessons learned, lessons shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.